State Senator Kim Hammer is with us. And, Senator, thanks for being with us. Thank you, Dave, for having me on this morning. Appreciate it. Okay, well, how and what is going on over at Euler? You guys are at Euler, too, is it not, uh, where you're meeting with the Senate? No, that's actually the House. The House is meeting over at uh, Jack Stevens Center, so they have enough room to spread out because, you know, there's 100 of them and 35 of us, and we're able to make our arrangements in the the, um, uh, Senate chamber. Some of us are up in the gallery, so we're just practicing safe, you know, social distancing. We're able to do it. Well, the Secretary of State actually opened the doors for you guys, huh? They've opened the doors to us. Uh, <laughs> general, yeah. <laughs> Got to treat John nice. But anyway, he, uh, they've been very accommodating. Worked out well. Well, there's been, uh, this has been the first year I can uh, remember, and uh, I've got a lot of years now, about 20 years, uh, following, uh, you know, fiscal sessions and general sessions and all the rest, uh, that uh, very there's been very little information coming out in the newspaper about what the fiscal session is going on and what you guys are talking about uh, because of, uh, you know, we get all this stuff going on with the coronavirus. So bring us up to date. You guys started last week. Uh, what uh, what are the big uh, topics that you're dealing with at this time? Um, I'll tell you what, if you will, I'll go back to the week before that because we actually had a special session. And what the special session was all about was to give the governor authority with some legislative oversight, modified legislative oversight, uh, to be able to access the uh, $175 million that we had accumulated in surplus funds so that the governor could use that to purchase things like uh, uh, there was like 500 respirators that he was going after and the PPEs that are needed. Uh, everybody thinks hospital, which give them credit. They're the hospitals and they're dealing with the sick folk. But there's also your frontline people like EMS, volunteer firemen, policemen, fire departments, um, you know, just all those folks that are dealing with it. So anyway, we had a three-day fiscal session, or three-day special session that gave him the latitude to use that surplus funding. And now last week we came back and went into fiscal session and it's a different fiscal session than what we were planning for back in March. And um, now we're now we're in the process of trimming the budget, and uh, that surplus money is is not there as of right now. Um, it was actually put in what's called the COVID nineteen response fund, and so we took the surplus money, moved it over there, so the governor could have the ability to negotiate to buy things as we needed them spur of the moment because uh, it's such a competitive market. And so that brought us into the fiscal session now. Okay. Now, is it true that you guys are hoping to finish up by the end of this week? Uh, actually, we will probably, there's a good chance we're going to finish up by Thursday. This kind of depends what plays out in a couple of committee meetings this morning. Um, budget goes in at 9 this morning, and there'll be a couple of things that will be discussed in there. Um, you know, we anticipate that we'll be done by Thursday because we're trying to keep social distancing to a minimum and not do like some other legislatures in Georgia and other places where they, you know, had an outbreak within the legislative branch. And so we are trying to get done by Thursday. Okay. So for my listeners, what are some things that they should be uh, aware of that uh, that is coming out of this session? Any surprises for you? Um 
if they if they work for a state agency, <clears throat> if they work for a state agency, they work for higher ed, they work for a Department of Education. Uh, you know, on down the line, if they if they get a check from the state of Arkansas for anything other than retirement, um, we are you know retirement's not going to be touched at all. Um, they should expect their agencies are going to take a pretty good financial hit. Uh, what we're going to do, and you just interrupt me, otherwise I'll just tell you what we're going to do. But well, you 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 tell us you got you got the information, not me. So what we're going to do is we're going to take the uh, what was the nineteen twenty forecast, which we were looking to have a great financial year until all this COVID mess, uh, China COVID mess, by the way, hit, um, and. We had a pretty good forecast going in in the 2019-20 uh, distribution column, and that all changed now. And, you know, we're looking to experience a loss in anywhere between, and this is have a broad range, but anywhere between a, you know, 200 to $350 million loss. The, the uh, uh, estimates are kind of changing every other day just based on, you know, how the revenue is coming in. But we're going to take everything that we had originally forecasted, and we're only going to budget it. Uh, we have five columns. Actually, we have five columns. We have what's called a column A. That's kind of the essential services that are going to get 85%. And then there'll be a A1 that will have 2 to 5% affiliated with it. And then you go to columns B, C, and B, and each one of those have 5%. So basically what we're saying is we're going to start off the fiscal year, which begins July 1st with the intent of funding all the state agencies, with the exception of Division of Elementary and Secondary Education, um, Education Facility Partnerships, the uh, DHS grants, and the Department of Correction. Those five are going to be fully funded in columns A and A1, but we're going to start off at 85%, and then as the money comes in and as the financial condition of the state improves over the next year we hope by the end of next year we'll be able to have fully funded them at a hundred percent but um, they're all going to go into the fiscal year expecting to have to operate only off 85 percent of the budget with the exception of those five that i've mentioned um it's one way to it's one way to cut the growth of state government for sure it's just not the way anybody planned State Senator Kim Hammer is our guest. We're talking about the fiscal session that is ongoing that he feels like they're hopefully going to get done tomorrow and and be finished with it. It'd be one of the fastest fiscal sessions uh, I've ever seen. Uh, but they're doing what they absolutely have to do, getting in and getting out, because uh, they don't want to have an outbreak of uh, the the CCP virus uh, uh, with them. Uh, with, with all that in mind, uh, has it made it a little easier on cuts to education since schools aren't open at this time? Well, education's actually not going to take a cut because we've got to deal with the DSEG issue that if we cut funding to them, we're liable to end up back in court because of DSEG. So in their case, they're part of the group that's in the, in the category A that gets 85% guaranteed. And the A1, which would make up the other part of their full budget, because we can't really cut elementary and secondary education because of the DSEC lawsuit, and we don't want to get dragged back into that. Um, There were some things that were added to that 
that are not necessarily part of the DSEG environment. Um, that's about $9.7 million, and it'll be the very last thing that'll be funded. And that would, you know, in all likelihood, be the end of or the middle of next year, which is the end of the fiscal year. And we'll just have to see how the economy rebounds to see if the revenues are there to fully fund it. So, yeah, indirectly, they got some cuts, but it's put off way to the end, and it was kind of what was being added because we had the surplus to add to it. Uh, so we, we didn't do anything that's going to threaten us to get us back in court with DSEG, um, but we didn't. We didn't. Right now, we're not positioned to give them some of the things that they had wanted because the money's not there and it's not part of DSEG. How about letting us know what happens if the money coming in is less than what you're even expecting? How are you going to, you know, take care of those kinds of revenue projections and and realities since we have to have a a balanced budget? Well, we're going in with a really conservative budget with the economic uh, environment the way it is. So we've already cut back about 15% of what agencies were expecting to get. Now, that'll be layered in as the economic environment improves over the next year, beginning July 1st. And so we feel like we're getting down pretty close to the bottom. But, you know, if something unexpected happens, it things go even worse and you know you can always be called back into a special session in order to be able to adjust the budget because we are mandated by law one of the few states um which the federal government had this but anyway mandated by law that we've got to have a balanced budget so agencies are just going to have to tighten their belt more than they've ever had to um probably even more so than before 2008 so yeah I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you something there, Kim. Uh, Charlie Collins asked me what time what I would do if I were elected governor, and I said I'd cut state uh, state spending by ten percent. And he, I thought he was going to have apoplexy right in front of me. Said you can't do that. Here you are cutting fifteen percent. I want to see how it all works out because if you guys can do this and make everything run the way it's supposed to at fifteen percent, you shouldn't be coming back and asking the people for more money. Well, let me clarify that. We're going in with a 15% starting point, cut starting point. Okay. As things improve over the year through those monies designated in those columns, that it's kind of like once you get to this point, we'll add, we'll add back to it. Once you get to the next point, we'll add back to it. The driver ah. of it is, is our economy going to recover quick enough over the next year that we can do that? If we can't, then you just got to live with what you got, which, you know, as a conservative, one of the things that, I see as a positive out of this is if you wanted to, you know, cut state government, get it back to essential services, um, and what we ought to be doing as a government, this was certainly a backdoor way to get it done, whereas otherwise we've been having trouble getting it done because there's not enough conservatives voting for a conservative budget. So, right. you know, there's a, there's a benefit in everything, even a disaster. So All right. So you told me during the break that you can make this, you can you can talk about exactly what's happening in a way that the average Joe and Joette can understand. Explain. Well, all I was going to say is you just imagine that you're going to, you know, at the end of this month, you're going to have X amount of money and something unfortunately happens. So what do you got to do? You can't go borrow against your credit card because it's illegal to run up a debt. And so... What you have to do is you just have to adjust your budget back and prioritize what is, you know, what is regarded as essential services. And that's what we've done. We've taken all the agencies, we dialed them back 
equally across the board except for those five that I mentioned that are really the essential services and or we're bound by law that we can't, you know, cut them. And so that's what we do. And then we just sit back and we wait for things to improve um, where you would maybe get a raise or you would have extra money come in and you just start, you know, you start climbing back to where you intended to be in the first place. And the next year we're going to be climbing back to where we had hoped we would have been. But because of this financial condition associated with the China virus, we're having to play hardball and just cut everything back. Reopening the state's economy. What's the governor telling you? Well, quite honestly, the governor doesn't tell us as a legislative branch very much. Sometimes we find out the same time you do, so we kind of have to anticipate what he's, you know, what he's thinking. Um, I don't think the governor, and I think he has a proven history, he's not going to do anything that's going to cause us to take, you know, one step forward and two steps back. And this is that time I think we've all got to exercise patience and understand the finish line is in sight. But we don't want to get on a slippery slope and start sliding backwards. So that's kind of a very broad, vague answer, only because we don't really know. We find out stuff about the time everybody else does, and then we adjust to it accordingly. But uh, you know, based on everything everybody said, I'm I'm just personally not expecting anything probably till June, just because we've got to get over the hump this week or next week, and then everybody keep doing what they're doing, social distancing wise, and everything, so that we can you know, get this thing eliminated and get about our business.